This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Especially with the details coming out to condemn terrorism and terrorists. And Hamas is a terrorist organization. I question their inability to condemn grievous grievous violence and that's what i think is has been difficult context here that is very passionate um very passionate Alyssa slotkin she's democrat representative u.s representative from michigan she is being asked about her cohort rashida Tlaib, who has some hot takes on twitter but then when questioned in person about whether she supports some of these things uh that are happening when she's asked in person about terrorists have um, cut off babies heads and so she's cool behind yeah. the keyboard, man, but in person. Uh, and that is Rashida Tlaib, Democrat. So big story this morning. We're starting to see more and more Democrats uh, come out and say, man, you guys that are, are not supporting Israel, man, you got, you, you, you're sick, uh, really. Corinne Jean-Pierre. He said yesterday from the White House podium, like, we, we do not fall in line with these people. Uh, Jamie Raskin, Democrat from Maryland, gave this. He was asked, well, what about the comments you're seeing from your fellow Democrats regarding what they're saying? The question uh, and then his answer. What do you make of the comments from your colleagues that, that sort of indicate otherwise? Well, I just I haven't seen any of those. Um. Hasn't <laughs> seen any of those. He is an elected servant. His job is that he has seen them. He is lying, just flat out lying. Another big thing, another big development, because we want to move on to the next thing here. Judges, and this is separate of the $6 billion that back in August that the Biden administration released to Iran. This is separate of that. The other thing that happened in August is Iran, after they knew the money was coming, and they'll, and they'll say, and these, these are just points of fact, well, they don't even have that $6 billion yet. They didn't. That's, that money did not go for that. Guy in California won $1.7 billion in the Powerball lottery last night. Oh, wow. He I did not know that. I yeah. guess it wasn't me because I don't play. <laughs> wasn't you. Now, it might be probably October 26th, October 27th before he gets that check for $1.7 billion. He's spending whatever he's got this morning. He's spending it. <laughs> That's what is happening with that Iranian money. So these Democrats, they're lying. Well, they don't even have the money yet. They didn't. They're, they're, they know it's coming. Separate of that, a judge is now along a lawsuit claiming the Biden administration knew. They knew that U.S. funds were aiding Palestinian terrorists. He is allowing that to move forward. And this is something that's been going on for over a year. As a matter of fact, the lawsuit was filed in 2022. These are some of the stories that we are following for you this morning and the impacts on how it's affecting us here. Well, uh, and the other thing we should mention is that the acting governor, Mike Kehoe, has ordered the um, dome to shine blue and white starting tomorrow through Sunday to support and solidarity with Israel. But he and the governor, who's still in Japan, at least through today, their statement, Brandon, about Hamas was very powerful. Yeah. I mean, it, they did not mince words. Uh, as a matter of fact, acting governor Mike Keogh, the governor, is going to be joining us on the show, 735. We're going to be Good. covering this. We're also talking about by Missouri, why that's important. The other big story I want to share with you this morning, um, Speaker of the House nomination, Sean Hannity endorsed Jim Jordan. Trump endorsed Jim Jordan. The pick last night? Steve Scalise. Interesting. Barely, though. Barely. As a matter of fact, um, 
Uh, you know who? So third, we keep talking Scalise, Jordan. You know who's a close third? Akeem Jeffries. Yep. Yes. And if you very, very close, very close. And we've already seen people like Matt Gates and Nancy Mace. They have voted with Democrats. If they do it again, Akeem Jeff, it's not going to happen. I'm being facetious. I apologize if you're getting triggered by that. I'm just trying to be facetious, man. But, but recent- the Republicans need to get their act together. They need to come together and work as a team. Uh, meanwhile, George uh, 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 George Santos, he's got Republican lawmakers going, hey, man, you, you got to get out. You please get out. Meanwhile, guess who's watching all of this in Washington, D.C.? Guess who's watching these events unfold? People like Hamas. They are paying attention to this. That's why these things matter. Good morning. Welcome into the show. It is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. State Representative Sheree tolson Right. Good morning. Uh, acting as co-host uh, this morning. Staff is back tomorrow. Producer Hannah's going to be back in a few days. There's a good friend, Mr. Uh, Brian Howsworth. Also want to bring him. The president of Lincoln University, John Mosley. So there's a bipartisan group of Missouri lawmakers, as Sheree is well aware. They're saying, hey... We think there's been some funding inequities as it relates to Lincoln University. So I want to get the story on that. Uh, Mr. Mosley, welcome to the show. But first, I want to ask you, Sunday night, you gave an incredible speech, Fields of Faith, which I guess is kind of like a Christian athlete kind of organization. And apparently, and I've heard this from more than one person, man, you, uh, you tore the place down. And I mean that in a good way. Uh, what was the... What was your central message Sunday night? You know, it's a Jefferson City High School's uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes invited me to speak. Uh, those young people um, uh, declaring their faith publicly at such a young age is, is very awesome to see. And for me, it was just a matter of uh, trying to talk to the young young folks and really our community about the battle for our mind and um, and how we can get disconnected in our faith. And that causes all kinds of problems uh, in, in our lives. And so... Uh, I was really honored to have that opportunity, and uh, it was a significant outpouring of uh, support from our uh, from Jefferson City and surrounding areas, its neighborhood schools, uh, both in and around Cole County. Uh, and so it was a really neat night for, for faith uh, and Jesus Christ here in mid-Missouri. Uh, I heard from folks that were going, and then afterwards those same folks said, it was even better than what I thought. John Mosley, president, Lincoln University. Bipartisan group of lawmakers here in mid-Missouri are saying, hey, we need to look at potential funding and equities. Kind of bottom line this story for us, President. Well, you know, uh, the, the story came out, $360 plus million dollars, uh, underfunded over uh, since 1987. Um, you know, here, here at the university, the, 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 the simple response is um, since the year 2000, when uh, the federal government initially uh, required states to begin uh, a gradual match of dollar for dollar, um, we, we can validate that about $42.5 million uh, the university um, had to spend from its core funding to support our land-grant mission. At that point, the feds allowed you to get to 50% of your match, and then you could apply for a waiver. Uh, in total, over that time period, um, since 2000, it's it's about 106 million dollars that we can uh, certainly verify. Um, I don't have as much information in regards to where the federal government came up with the 361. I don't know if that what it, that what all that includes, but here locally uh, on our campus, uh, I feel comfortable talking to people about the the use of the 42 and a half million from our core funding, the the total amount of just over 106, I believe, million dollars. Um, had the state matched dollar for dollar over that same period. 
you know, my, my, my big point is we're not competing with Mizzou. We're not asking to take anything away from our, our peers at the University of Missouri. Um, but I, I, I appreciate Senate, uh, Representative, sorry, State Representative Berger, um, Representative Lindham, and others trying to take a look to see um, what this historic uh, underfunding has done. And again, it's not the responsibility of many of the people that are here in Jefferson City now. Um, this has been done over a long period of time, and, and hopefully uh, they're willing to just take a look and see um, if the numbers match up. Uh, Mr. Mosley, President Mosley, we appreciate joining us live on both News Radio 950 KWS and 93.9theeagle.com. I want to follow up on Brandon's question about this bipartisan effort for funding because you're correct. Uh, this goes back in many years in terms of the legislature. So, so we're talking about many years ago. It is bipartisan because you do have Representative Veet, Representative Griffith, and Senator Bernscatter right there in Cole County, strong supporters of Lincoln University. And, and right here in mid-Missouri. But I do know Democratic State Senator Barbara Washington's been to your campus. I've talked to her. She's been there several times. Representative Rachel Prouty, another African-American Democrat from Ferguson, has been there many times. So you have this, I, I would just say, a, a coalition of very, you know, Democrats and Republicans who've come together to support getting this. So are you optimistic about getting this across the finish line? Uh uh, look, look I, I don't think that uh, any of us expect that the check, I mean, the, the, the checks in the mail or the state's just going to simply write us a check. Uh, I, I hope that, uh, that you, you named some, some really good people, and there's many more. I mean, we, we'd spend all morning talking about the names of the people that support this. Uh, what I'm hoping is that um, they can get together and, and talk about a solution. And uh, maybe it's done over a period of time. Um, but I'd like to think that uh, common sense rules in this situation and, and that we can acknowledge the fact that this, this did, in fact, occur. And uh, and we can look for a resolution on how to make things right and better for our institution. All right. President of Lincoln University, John Mosley, joining us on the uh, on the show. And if you can for a minute, because, you know, we're a local show here in Missouri. Um, we work for local folks in the Zimmers. We support buying local. I know there is some big stuff with Amazon this week, the thing they do, and it is important to us to support the Missouri economy shop locally and stuff like that. Uh, could you talk for a minute about the impact and if we get this funding situation, money that you were entitled? Because I know some folks are listening, well, more taxpayer going, taxpayer dollars going. It's money that you guys apparently were uh, owed. The impact on Mid-Missouri, because Lincoln University draws students from, you know, we get students from other states all across Mid-Missouri. Kind of the impact uh, that would have on a financial level here in Mid-Missouri. You know, 40% of our students historically have come from here in Mid-Missouri uh, over the last seven, eight years. Uh, it was a much greater number um, when you look uh, back in the early 2000s, late 90s. Uh, you know, what does that money mean for us? Uh, it, mean, it means a, a better investment into our campus um, from a facility standpoint, from an infrastructure standpoint, and our people. Um, you know, we, we, uh, we've often said HBCUs do more with less. Uh, we'd like the opportunity to do more with more. And, um, you know, to think about the academic program that we could offer here, uh, the amount of support that we could provide for our students uh, the amount of uh, wages. I mean, when you look at our wages compared to many of our peers, uh, we're behind, and some of this money could help make up that. Um, our benefits certainly have taken a jump because of bipartisan support, uh, which which begins January 1 for that. And so, uh, you know, we, we fully anticipate that all of this money would be invested uh, right here on our campus, 
uh, maybe to some degree uh, to, to our extension sites in Kansas City, St. Louis, and Charleston, Sykes, and then Carothersville. But this one is going to stay here in the state of Missouri uh, with the predominant uh, amount of it stand right here uh, locally in mid-Missouri. Lincoln University President John Mosley, anything you'd like to say here in the final 15 seconds before we let you go? Hey, I, I just appreciate the support and, and continuing the conversation. I do think this is an important matter for a number of us. And um, to me, again, it's bipartisan. Uh, it's not really a political issue. And, uh, and I hope that we find a solution here soon. Lincoln University President John Mosley, thank you for your time. This, this is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. 725, time for What's Hot with Hannah. Hannah's going to be back next week. So taking the reins for this little horsey this morning, State Representative Sharit Olson-Wright. Good morning. Now, I can't fill uh, Hannah's shoes, but she always has these animal stories. So I've got two quick ones. Uh, this guy in tech, uh, he's from uh, Kentucky, I believe, but he in Texas, he broke a record of a 283-pound alligator gar. So a fish. Fish. It has the word alligator in it, but it's not an alligator. It's a fish, right? But here's the cool part. It's not that he broke the record or he's a fisherman. The name of his boat is Gar Ship Enterprise. And the captain of the boat, I'm not making this up, is Kirk Kirkland of the Garship Enterprise. Now, I'm a Trekkie. I hear your dad's a Trekkie. The big guy? Oh, my gosh. So, James Tiberius Kirk. Uh, now, you know, we got the Garship Enterprise. So, that is so cool. My dad, by the big guy who's in the oil industry now, is <laughs> a cashier at a gas station in Jefferson County, Missouri, slinging beer and smokes. He is, uh, my dad, a uh, big guy, is actually coming in Monday to co-host here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. He's a big Trekkie, too. You go into his office, and he's got this, he's got wallpaper that's a scene from outer space and frankly this part's kind of weird he's got a cardboard cutout of captain kirk love and, captain kirk and you go into and it's still he's had it there for years and every time when i go to his house it's like oh i forget there's a cardboard cutout in there and it freaks me out i did not know i've learned two things about <laughs> afraid of heights and i'm a trekkie and i've been uh, binging on a uh, prequel pre-Captain uh, Kirk and Spock is a young man and Uhura is getting her start and it's really fun but let me uh, go to the next uh, uh, animal story uh, this is Fat Bear Week okay it's not who's the fattest bear uh, but who's the most popular they they win by casting votes online and they see how uh, these bears get fat on salmon to get ready for hibernation for the winter. And, it's and a, I love salmon, too, Brandon. It's And so Cherie also has something in common with bears. I'm fat and I like salmon. <laughs> hey. Uh, but I, <laughs> I see this, and I know folks can get on and they can vote and follow the... And, and, it doesn't interest me, but what does interest me is the fact that millions and millions and millions of people every year take part in this. Like, it's I, a worldwide vote. Yeah. Yeah, so love our bears and um, love Star Trek. How about that? So some things that we to know about some of our state representatives. Chiefs tonight, they're going to be in action taking on taking on the Denver Broncos. Aaron Rodgers, who's sitting out, it looks like, most of the season. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he's like, you know, I'm not getting the vax and all that stuff. And people get triggered by that because, you know, you got to think like they do. And Travis Kelsey, <laughs> you know, we love Travis Kelsey. And a lot of folks uh, will criticize him because he's been, you got to get vaccinated. You got to do this. Aaron Rodgers has taken a call on him, um, Mr. Pfizer, because he yeah. sends Pfizer. But we have new Chiefs fans with Taylor Swift now, yeah, the Swifties. So Aaron uh, Rodgers throwing down, not throwing down, I think this is friendly. 
Uh, but Aaron Rodgers talking about our Travis uh, Kelsey. Mr. Pfizer said he didn't think he would be in a vax war with me. Oh, boy. Didn't think he'd be in a vax <laughs> war with me. This ain't a war, homie. This is just conversation. But if you want to have some sort of debate, have me on the podcast. Come on the show. Let's have a conversation. Oh. So he's saying, uh, he's saying, hey, you know, if you want to discuss it, you know, let's have a debate about this. And I will tell you, I'm interested in a lot of things. I'm not interested in seeing a couple of NFL players talk about something I don't care about. Yeah. Anyway, at all. I just want the Chiefs to. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Hello. Get going. Uh, get around the state, travel, tell everybody what I'm thinking and what I can do. I've enjoyed working in the House for the last eight years. House Speaker Dean Plocker, right here on this very show, Wake Up Mid Missouri on 93.9 The Eagle and 1045 News Radio 950 KWOS. Announcing yesterday, and technically, he didn't announce. He. <laughs> And, and I'll, uh, Houseworth is better with his stuff. Did the House Speaker, he announced he was running for lieutenant governor or he announced that he was going to be announcing later in the day that he's running for lieutenant governor? I think the form, formal term would be he formally announced his candidacy for lieutenant governor, and he did. We all knew he was running. I mean, he's obviously been raising money, but he made it formal. He made the formal announcement, and... Uh, I thought it was a fascinating interview. I really do. I encourage people. It's up on. I posted at kws.com, 93.9theeagle.com. Um, obviously, he's very concerned about the initiative petition issue. But he also, and he didn't mention it by name, he mentioned a Republican senator reading a, a book on the floor talking about Mike Moon. So he's frustrated with some of his Republican colleagues. And, and, and he's As not, we all are. He's not, yes. I, I, I talked to Willard Haley, your House colleague. Yes. He's also frustrated. I mean, there there is some tension in the Republican ranks. No, Make no mistake about it in Jefferson City. Well, and yes. in Washington, D.C., everybody. <laughs> Jim Jordan. Can't get a speaker. nominated. <laughs> Trump and Sean Hannity, who's here today at 2, says Jim Jordan. Republicans in the House yesterday said otherwise. Scalise are right now leading. And do not discount the third name on that list. Hakeem Jeffries. Yeah. Uh, and if we The get, Democrat. Preface that. Yeah. He's the Democrat. Uh, uh, and if we get people like Gates, who's voted with Democrats before, uh, hey, it's not outside the realm of uh, of possibility. So that was Dean Plocker here on Wake Up Mid Missouri yesterday. And help me parse this out too, Brian. Sure. So Mike Kehoe mm-hmm. is he? I guess he's currently the lieutenant governor, but he's also governor right now. Technically, no, I shouldn't say technically. He is acting governor right now. The way it works is the governor is in Japan. I talked to the governor multiple times before Governor Parson before he left. They officially left Friday, landed in Japan on Saturday, and they are finishing their meetings today. Probably going to fly back tomorrow. Their time is a little off from us, but it'll be all day today. I'm guessing they won't be back, this delegation, until late Friday or early Saturday. Bottom line, Kehoe, as lieutenant governor, is acting governor, and it was acting governor Kehoe, along with the governor, Mike Parson, that that basically have ordered the dome uh, to, to shine blue and white in honor in, in right. uh, Israel. But he is he's the acting governor. So Mr. Kehoe is on hold right okay. now. So how do I introduce him? Do I introduce him as Lieutenant Governor Kehoe or do I say Governor Governor Kehoe? It, it would work. He, or you could say and acting governor. And we actually have all, all those to call him governor. It's, but, it's some, for some reason we call him governor. Well, let me yes. do this. Uh, me, when he's not the, the governor. Let me introduce him. Mike, welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking Thank about you, so you Mike. <laughs> I was, I was going to tell Cherie uh, that she is my favorite state representative, by the way. But, <laughs> Thank uh, you. Mike is the 
is the formal uh, greeting for, for me. All Thank right. you. Uh, uh, Claudia calls me much worse than that, by the way. <laughs> Man, you guys are talking about all this politics in Washington, D.C. <laughs> and Jefferson City. Why are you in that game? That's crazy. Why are you in that po- political game? You right. Let's, let's, uh, <laughs> we, we, who wants to get into politics nowadays? Uh, Lieutenant Governor, Acting yeah, Governor no Mike Keogh joining us on the show. Of course, he is uh, he's running for governor. Uh, we all uh, know that. Big thing, though, um, we're huge fans, and I mean this sincerely. My first job in radio, I also had to do, I sold advertising in, like, 1992. I was poor at it, but I learned a very important lesson, the the importance of shopping and buying local. It's beyond just saying it. There's action. Um, Governor Kehoe, can you talk about what we're doing in Missouri? Sure. I mean, um, Cherie uh, Tolson Rice, uh, a great state representative on, on the air with you, and Brian Houseworth is, and I have been working on things like this well before politics, right, Brian? Right, right. 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 You know, I'm a small-town retailer, and Cherie understands that as well. I mean, the men and women and the families who own these businesses up and down Main Street and around the corner from us, they're the ones that we're going to saying, can you help sponsor this baseball mm-hmm. team? Can you go uh, help sponsor the Cancer Society? Would you buy some Boy Scout popcorn? Can you do this? Can you do that? Um, they're the ones providing the local jobs. And when uh, Governor Parson, then Lieutenant Governor Parson, started the Buy Missouri program, that was his intent, is that the ripple effect of a dollar that goes to a company that makes something in Missouri is much larger and greater impact on our state's economy than buy something from somebody in you know Utah. So the Buy Missouri program was designed by Mike Parson, really, uh, many years ago, just to start bringing awareness to Missouri. It's about all the very cool stuff that's made here and that you can buy here. We're over 550 members now. Over 16,000 Missourians work for Buy Missouri companies. We're in 90 some different counties. Uh, we've got a component now added to it that's a Buy Missouri retail partner where you can actually find stores on our website at buymissouri.net. Um, but not only the manufacturers are all listed there, and there's a map of where they are around the state, but there's also retail partners now that have that. And so the program's expanded quite a bit. We kick off Buy Missouri Week on Saturday, but uh, we tell people to try to shop local and buy from Missouri manufacturers every day when they can. Governor, uh, I couldn't agree with you more. And what I like is every spring your office hosts a Buy Missouri in the Rotunda there on the third floor. And I just want to give a shout out to uh, a small business, uh, a young man named Jared and Jared's Jams. And it is just incredible. Uh, I'm vice president of my local chamber of commerce. I've been uh, with Ready Board. And uh, it's it's, a former MU professor told me it's the Rusty Bucket Theory. You have to plug those holes in your community and shop local you know, think global, and you are absolutely right. This, these are the people that uh, support our, our local people, and we need to support them. Yep, Jared is uh, inspiration. Uh, you've met him. He's yes. Been at many of our by Missouri uh, activities, and just a quick story, Jared is a Special Olympic athlete that sold jelly several years ago when they were building a new building in Jefferson City uh, to raise money for the building, and they were little, like, small jars. And people liked it so much, they were calling his mother back saying, is there any way we can buy like a full-size jar of this jelly? It's fantastic. So Jared and his mom and dad and and a bunch of kids uh, from Edina, Missouri, up in Knox County, uh, several years ago started Jared's Jams. And I would highly recommend. Go to his website. He's he's an amazing young man. 
But that that's one great example of a by Missouri company that people like I didn't even know that was made here in Missouri. So the more you look at those um, companies and the more you see what's made possibly right around the corner from you, we say all the time, these are your friends and neighbors, the people you go to church with that work at these businesses. Let's support them. Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe, who's our acting governor right now, is our uh, guest on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. You're listening to us on 93.9 The Eagle and also News Radio 950 KWOS. And, of course, uh, we'll continue to follow the, the Buy Missouri program. I would add, too, the, uh, Mr. Kehoe's also pointed out that we've, we have uh, basically companies in all 114 counties involved in this. And I remember one in Moberly that I uh, remember uh, I covered last year. I want to ask you, um, Acting Governor, about the the basically the order to, to light the Capitol Dome blue and white in support of Israel. We've all seen the the television footage; just awful of what's happened there. And you and Governor Parson write this in your statement, and I'll just have you elaborate. This is what you guys write, quote, this brutal, indiscriminate killing of civilian men, women, children and babies and the elderly by Hamas terrorists cannot be ignored. Missouri, the United States and the world must stand against these wicked atrocities. End of quote. If you could elaborate, sir. You know, Brian, we're seeing evil um, live and uh, there's really no other way to describe it. And what's happening over there to the Israeli people is nothing short of um, hell on earth. And, it, and, and it's something that we as a United States, as a country, we as a state, we have to defend them forever. We can't defend them today and next week and next month and forget about next year. They're our strongest ally and we got to be with them. You know, when that attack happened this Saturday, um, the Council General from Israel have, and I have gotten to be friends and uh, he, I actually talked to him at 8.30 uh, Saturday morning when it was just a few hours into the original missile attack. Um, Mior Starzinski um, is a great guy, and I've met him many times, and he was literally in tears on the phone. Mm. That's how upset and personal this has become. He has relatives there. Most of his family is with him here in the United States, but he has other relatives there. I've talked to many of our um, uh, Jewish friends in uh, various parts of the state, specifically in St. Louis just last night, um, who have relatives there. I mean, this is horrific. The, the, the Israeli people can't even believe how this has happened. And we need to stand with them. The state of Missouri stands with them. Governor Parson and I stand with them. And the only thing I can say behind all that is period. Um, we're, mm-hmm. we're going to do what we can uh, to make sure that this um, to quote George Bush, the axis of evil is uh, literally wiped out. Lieutenant Governor and Acting Governor Mike Kehoe joining us on the show, of course, running for governor. When you're traveling the state, why? what is it that you're telling people? You're saying, I am the guy that you should be voting for. What are you telling these people? Well, I think, you know, you guys and many of your listeners know my story. I think that's what Missourians and people around this country relate with is, you know, you go from a dirt poor single family, youngest of six setting to be able to work through several successful small businesses. It's the American dream. And I think people relate with that story. It's an opportunity that anybody who lives in this country, and anybody who lives in this state can have those same opportunities. And that's my goal. I want to make sure that number one, government doesn't get in people's way and screw that up. But number two, that we have that platform for folks to continue to um, do the best they can for their family and um, go to whatever level they want to go to in success. And 
Um, I've been blessed and fortunate with the help of a lot of people um, to go through that that kind of course in life, and I want to continue to maintain that for the state of Missouri. So people seem to resonate with that that kind of uh, a story and uh, feel like uh, uh, leadership and business owners and people who have been through um, employees and payroll and, and situations uh, probably have a pretty good look on how policy should look as it comes out of that building. And I think that's our strength. I'm a relationship person. I build relationships with other people. That's the only way I've ever gotten through life. And um, that's what I like to do and would love to continue to do in that building. Every time I'm in the governor's office, I see he's got this real nice couch there. And every time I go in there chat with Governor Parson, I think, man, it'd be really nice to just lay out on that couch and take a nap here. Are you doing, Bring a pillow and a blanket. Are you, doing, are, you, are you goofing around in Mr. Parson's office while he's gone and you are the governor right now? No, I am uh, not doing that. I will tell you that when Governor Blunt, uh, Brian remembers Governor Blunt was a, a family friend of ours, the Blunt family is, but when Matt Blunt was governor, the security people didn't know who to give the key to because you get a new key on the lock of the doors when the St. Peter's bell strikes noon on Inauguration Day. And so I knew a few of them. I said, well, I'll give the key to Governor Blunt. And so they gave it to me, which was a big mistake. <laughs> Did you make a duplicate? <laughs> and he has a glass He has a glass top on his desk. And I took all my Mikey Hoford business cards and I shoved them under his desk <laughs> on the glass top. And so when he goes to have his first press conference, he sits at this desk. He looks at the camera. Then he looks down and he sees all these Ford business <laughs> It was not, you know, it was, I thought it was funny at the time. I don't think Governor Blunt was, had that much of a sense of humor. Um, my dad, but he's, no, my, we, we are not hanging out in the governor's office, uh, but I appreciate you pointing that out. Lieutenant Governor <laughs> and acting governor right now, and he is running for governor. Mike Kehoe this morning on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Thank you for your time, sir. Hey, you guys, thanks for having me on. Don't forget, buymissouri.net, buymissouri.net. we got to promote that website, get people to go to those companies, and it'll be a great uh, great week for us to highlight all of those. Uh, this is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. The NASDAQ up 97, S&P 500 up 19. 825 this morning. We'll be looking at futures in the morning bell business news with a little twist. See if we know anything yet about COLA. The cost of living adjustment to Social Security. And then uh, we'll be talking about junk fees. We'll do that at 825 this morning. And that would be all. Except for this. Maryland's Kimberly Kimmy Cola Winter has erupted. Erupted, that's a real word. Erupted her way into history with a Guinness World Record. Winter has broken the previous record for loudest burp female with a 107 decibel growler. That's louder than your blender, your drill in the garage, and even some motorcycles. Winter said to achieve the big belch, she takes a deep breath and tries to manipulate that into something monstrous and magical. And she says she really likes to shock strangers with her burps. I love to be loud and proud. She prepared for the award-winning event with breakfast, coffee, and a couple beers. And now you know the, excuse me, the rest of that story. All right, with some help from Cherie Tolson-Rice in the background there. I'm sorry, I had to laugh at that. I don't know how proud I'd be if you're that loud to, to win that world record, but anyway. Uh, it, well, and <laughs> I don't know what makes me laugh more, the whole concept of it. As somebody, by the way, as a 52-year-old dude, and I know the girls like teasing me about this stuff, but it's just, I, 
I'm uncomfortable with it. It makes me, and the girls know it. Yeah, it's awkward. I will say this, and this is a true story. Uh, Thanksgiving, first Thanksgiving after my first divorce, my son Trevor, who's now 31 years old, you know, he would have been, I don't know, eight, nine years old at the time. And the first Thanksgiving when parents are split up can be really uncomfortable. Yeah. And we're having Thanksgiving at a family friend's and he was also a divorced guy and he's got three kids and... And anyhow, it was a Thanksgiving dinner. Nothing memorable or spectacular, rather quiet. And, and it was not memorable until <laughs> after we get done eating, one of the boys and his best his best friend is there. And one of the, they're drinking a can of uh, uh, Coca-Cola. And uh, one of them belches. And instead of saying, you don't do that at the table, you don't do that at the Thanksgiving table, decorum and all that crap, we laughed. <laughs> And then the next kid belched, and then and we did, and it became it became um, it was needed at that moment yeah, in time. Post divorce, these kids, man, they got up and they started. They had a belching contest, and it wasn't just the belch; it was the action, like they pretend like they were shooting a machine gun and belching, <laughs> swinging baseball bats. I mean, it was just amazing. And for that moment in time, a belch was exactly. <laughs> 